Shawty boom boom, that's corny. That's a no no. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Barbershop.com. This is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it in the shop on Saturday, we're going to talk about today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am your host. I am in Outdoor Studio here in Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as Naptown. And I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Outdoor Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. All righty, that's right. This is Barbershop.talk. Whatever conversation you talk about Saturday, we talk about it on our podcast tonight. And in fact, I'm feeling pretty good on this hump day. That's right. That's right. Hump day. Now, remind me, Casey, is hump day on a Wednesday or a Thursday? Uh, in my household, it's, it's both days. <laughs> that sounds a little scary. <laughs> yeah, it has a little that in it, too. Oh, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All that's in there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, uh, I went to the beach, J-Rod. The beach? Yeah, and, and I'm not talking Florida or the East Coast or California. Uh, went up north to Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan? What? Yeah, at Michigan City, man, I'm telling you, it is an amazing beach. It You cannot tell the difference between Florida and and the the beach there at, uh, in Michigan City. You know, now that you mentioned that, I did go to the beach a few years ago up in Michigan City, and it, and it was pretty cool. Yes, the sand, it had white sand, just white like sand, big, spacious. Um, you know, uh, the weather's actually uh, uh, the water's a little more calmer mm-hmm. than uh, let's say the Gulf Coast or the ocean if you you know on those beaches. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a great time, man. The water's you know fairly clean and stuff. So. I remember there was a pier out there that went out in the water. Yeah, I want to say at least 50 yards out, man. At least 50 yards, maybe longer, you know. And you can walk up there and the water splashes on the on the pier and stuff. It's, it's a pretty cool thing. It, it is a good experience. I, I do yeah. remember a couple years back. So if anybody listening and you want to take a, a cheap trip to the beach uh, and pretend that you're in Florida, I recommend going up to the beach in Michigan City. Yeah, pack you a picnic basket, bring you some drinks. A blanket and its own. <laughs> now, just for kicks, remind me, how long did it take to get up there? About two and a half hours. Oh, that's not bad. That's not, not, bad. not at all. Now, I guarantee you, listeners, if you go to the the beach in Michigan City, you are going to enjoy yourself. Yes. I had a fantastic time. Well, Casey, I have to tell you this. Now, being in the barbershop, there was this older guy talking about his brother. Uh, and apparently, his brother and his brother's wife is having difficulty having a baby. Oh. So, uh, and they're an older couple, much mm-hmm. older couple. So uh, they hired 
a guy. What do you call that? A surrogate? Oh, surrogate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and it was a guy. Mm-hmm. And he was telling his story because the story had a little twist in it. Uh-oh. Yeah, so I, I, I recorded for you because I knew you would appreciate hearing this story from this gentleman. Okay. So let me see if I, I can clue that up real quick. Um, it was a very intriguing conversation. This is the story about the Smiths family. The Smiths were unable to conceive children and finally decided to use a surrogate father to begin their family. On the day the proxy father was to arrive, Mr. Smith kissed his wife goodbye and he said, darling, I'm off to the office now. Don't you be nervous. Everything's going to be all right. The man will be here soon. Half an hour later, just by chance, a door-to-door baby photographer Happened to ring the doorbell, hoping he could make a sale. Morning, madam. I've come to... Don't explain, she said. I've been expecting you. Have you really? That's good. Did you know babies are my specialty? Well, I hope so. That's what my husband and I have been hoping for. Come in and have a seat. After a moment, Mr. Smith blushed and said, where do we start? Well, leave everything to me. I usually like to try two in the bathtub. One on the couch and maybe a couple on the bed. Sometimes the living room floor can be fun. You can really spread out there. The bathroom, the living room floor. No wonder it hadn't worked for Harry and me. Well, ma'am, none of us can guarantee a good shot every time. But if we try different positions and I shoot from six or seven angles, I'm sure you'll be pleased with the result. Sounds like an awful lot, she said. Ma'am, in my line of work, I have to take my time. I'd love to be in and out in five minutes, <laughs> but you'd be very disappointed with that. <laughs> the photographer opened his briefcase and he pulled out a portfolio of baby pictures. This was done on top of a bus. <laughs> oh my God, she said. And these twins turned out exceptionally well when you consider that mother was so difficult to work with. <laughs> she was difficult? Yeah, I'm afraid so. I finally had to take her to the park to get the job done right. <laughs> People were crowding around us four or five deep to take a look. <laughs> <laughs> My God, four or five deep, she said. It took us three hours. <laughs> The mother kept squealing and yelling. I could hardly concentrate, and the darkness came. I had to rush my shots. Squirrels began nibbling on my equipment just as I, so I had to pack it in. You mean the squirrels actually chewed on, on your equipment? That's the truth, madam. Well, if you're ready, I'll set up my tripod and get to work right around your tripod. Yes, ma'am. I use a tripod to rest my cannon on. It is much too big to be held in my hand. Miss Smith fainted. That was one of the craziest stories I have ever heard. I mean, that was crazy. Uh, Jay Rob. Yes, sir. Can I borrow your camera? <laughs> I think I'm going to try being a door-to-door baby photographer. <laughs> yeah, well, that was one of the conversations that uh, that popped up in the uh, in the barbershop where it got uh, a, a photographer showed up at the uh, door versus the other guy. So it was pretty funny, but I figured yeah. I'd get a kick out of that. Yeah, and interesting too because see, I got a different perspective. Oh, because baby, if we can't make a kid, 
We're we can adopt or we're gonna be childless. <laughs> and I ain't letting some brother brother come up in here. <laughs> nah, that ain't happening. <laughs> oh, no, okay, I get that. I get that. Hey, you know the uh, uh, a young brother up in the barbershop had a very you know how the young brother be coming in here and talking some stuff, trying to uh uh out talk old school. Mm-hmm. But this brother had a good point. Yeah. And he was talking about uh, child support because apparently it's a major issue with his generation. But this is the question that he had. And I want to see what kind of feedback. Why is when women had. can't pay for so pay for this from the beginning here? So you can hear it. Why is when women can't pay for their children, they can get government assistance, but when men can't pay for it, we go to jail. That was the mm. question. The question is when yeah. women can't afford their children, they get government assistance. Mm-hmm. However, when a man can't afford to support his child, he gets put in jail. Yeah. What do you gotta say about that? Well, the first thing I want to say is that now I don't I, I'm I'm not in favor of any guy not supporting his kid. Okay. And I think if you're not supporting your kid, it is morally and ethically wrong. All right. However, I don't think it's it's a uh, criminal offense. So I don't believe a man should be put in jail. Plus, if he's in jail, how, what kind of good is he going to be to the kid anyway? You know what I'm saying? You know, that, that, but that is a good point. I mean, if you put him in jail because he's not paying child support, how's he going to pay him when he's in jail? Yeah. And then when he gets out of jail, there's an issue of getting employment because now he has a record. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it looked like there's a lot of flaws in that particular law. Yes. It's kind of crazy. Now, but in my opinion, uh, the guy really worded the the question in an inappropriate way. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes down to who has custody of the children, right? Yeah. Because if the father have custody of the children and the female is supposed to pay for child support or pay child support and they do not, then they can go to jail. Right. So it's just mm-hmm. not lopsided. I just kind of feel that the way that he worded the question was a little misleading a little bit. Yeah. Plus, think about this, J-Rod. You in jail with a bunch of, you know, um, you know, killers and things like that. And they say, what you in here for? You say, I didn't pay child support. <laughs> Not a dime. You know, you got to sound hard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> ain't see one red cent. <laughs> You just like my broke ass daddy. But I do got to say, there's a a, a female. Uh, she spoke up in the shop, and I recorded her too because I didn't want to hit her. Mm-hmm. And and what she was talking about is that how. Uh, Women today are so dishonest and so greedy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she was telling a story about um, uh, about this couple, this man and female. Uh, I'm just gonna let you listen to it. Okay. I'm gonna let you listen to it. Let's see what we have here. I did put that on here for you. It's here somewhere. My baby daddy got promoted, so I appealed for more child support. He ordered a DNA test, and my son failed. He put the results in my mailbox. I forgave myself for cheating, but he he's being petty. He's been my son's dad for eight years. Why goes my child now? How to fix it? That's not his son. You got greedy, sis. You got greedy. And because of your greed, he decided to get that DNA test. He probably wanted it all along. He ain't the one that sprayed up the walls, sis. 
Time to find a real dad. That's what happens when you're greedy. Yeah. Now, I just want to make sure it's clear for our audience that they didn't hear, hear it all. But apparently, it was this guy and this lady that had a baby. Um, they, they said they was an ex, like a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. The guy was paying child support. Then he got a promotion. And the girl decided to take him back to court to get more money. Mm-hmm. And the male decided to do a DNA test and found out that the child was not his child. The child that he'd been playing, paying support and raising, help raising for eight years. For eight not years. years. And now she's complaining that he ghost on her. He took off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that's big. See, that's what happened when you mm-hmm. read. Yeah. Because uh, here's a woman. She knew that either he wasn't the father or that there was a possibility that he wasn't the father. But she never brought that to him. That's true. She never bothered to have them tested early on knowing that there was a good chance that he may not be the father. I agree. I agree. But this man stepped up to the plate, mm-hmm. accepted his responsibility, not only was paying support, was but was being there for the kid, was being the father for this kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, she, when her knowing all this, she's going to get greedy and say, oh, you get more money? I want some of that. The man's already stepping up to the plate for you. That's right. That's and right. then find out it ain't he. You know, but that lady also had a point when she said that. I ain't saying she a gold digger. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, you are. <laughs> she is a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, uh, I agree with when she said that he probably had questions all along, mm-hmm. but never pursued it. Yeah. Because all of a sudden he just popped up and said, I'm giving me a DNA test. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently he did have some questions. But uh, I guess that was a straw to vote the camera back and decide yeah. to go forward with this DNA test and kind of find out that it is not his child. Mm-hmm. And he was raised for eight years. So uh, females out there, take note. Take note. Sometimes you just better shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was trying to be all gangster and the gangster backfired on her. All right, you know something, I think it's time to take a pause here and go ahead and recognize our sponsor. So let's go ahead and do that. Hey. It's a party out in my head. All right, this is a spot in our podcast that we stop to recognize our sponsor. That's right. We like to recognize King Cat, the owner of Out The Way Studio. He has several organizations under his umbrella. However, the one that he is most proud of is his custom-made t-shirts. That's right. If you want any of his service or want to find out some information about what he can do for you, go ahead and email him at kingcat317 at gmail.com. And we have to introduce our second sponsor. That is 421 Barbershop where good things happen to your hair. Located here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. If you want good things to happen to your hair, come in and check out our master barbers at 421 Barbershop. All right, those are our sponsors. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and play a sample of a King Cap 
uh, one of his new songs called Better Love. It's been out a little bit and maybe you heard it. Let's see if we can clue that up real quick. And let me see. Maybe I can. Maybe I can't. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, let's try it one more time to see if we can clue that song up. It has to be somewhere around here. Uh, and here it is. That's just uh, another cut, an, another cut from King Cat. Man, that was that was oh, that one's so smooth, man. I do like that. I do like that. You know, he's he been coming out with some pretty good cuts here. And again, I like to remind our listeners if you ever want to check out some of King Cat work, just go ahead and Spotify or any other platform you can download some music. Uh, I know he would appreciate it and we would appreciate it. There has to be a way that we can pay back our sponsor. Yeah. For sponsoring us for all these years yeah. and having faith in us and allowing us to go forward. And he's available for uh, live events. So if you're having a function or something, you know, you can hit him up and he can provide uh, the uh, uh, the entertainment for you. So Yeah, a- absolutely. Absolutely. Just make sure that you uh, email him at KingCap, K-I-N-G, capital K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com. And make sure that you make requests for any live events that you want prior to him going on tour just to make sure that he's able to fit you in his schedule. All right, Casey, I'm going to move forward because uh, I think earlier before we got into the studio that you was telling me that uh, some current event, you said that there was a deal. There was a deal made. Uh, yeah, so apparently there had been uh, some negotiations between railroad workers and, uh, and the unions and the railroad uh, companies. And they've been negotiating a new contract for nearly three years. And there was a strike that was pending for tomorrow, which is going to affect not only commuters that travel uh, across the country, but also uh, uh, a lot of the cargo that this country sorely needs. And there was a deal that was reached today, this afternoon. And uh, so after nearly three years of negotiating, uh, the Biden team sent in uh uh, some mediators, and they hashed it out, worked it out, and the deal was struck today around one o'clock. Yeah, and, and that's and that's important for uh, people to know because if if that strike would have happened, or let me tell you what it didn't do, it it, it, it avertly, no, I should say it prevented a shutdown of critical network that could have made it virtually impossible to transport a vast number of products, and it can range anywhere from oil to grain. And that wouldn't have been good for the economy. Yeah. So it is critical that they made that agreement. Uh, but, and, and I think that Biden put a lot of a lot of work into this to make it happen. Yeah, he did. He got uh, his administration personally involved uh, in this, and he had representatives 
uh, there at the negotiating table uh, trying to hash this out. And like I said, they've been going back and forth for nearly three years and really couldn't move the pendulum. And he sent people in there a couple of days ago, and today they reached an agreement. Yeah, and, and you know, this is something that, to uh, be honest with you, I didn't hear a lot of, and I was kind of surprised when you told me before we was on the air mm -hmm. that this actually happened. Now, I, I do have to admit that I, I normally do keep up with the news. I do like CNN. Mm -hmm. I know they've had quite a bit. And they did talk about the railroad, but I didn't pay attention. And to be honest with you, when I first heard the story about, hey, they reached a deal with the railroad, the first thing that came to my mind is people don't use the train that often anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there are some, some um, is it Amtrak? Amtrak travelers? Yeah, that's more of the, the passenger train. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it would impact their service as well. But yeah, you know, most people travel by car or by plane or, or even bus. Yes. But, but there are some that do travel that way. But more importantly, 30% uh, of all our goods are moved through the rail system. Well, see, and that was my point. Mm -hmm. And my point is that, uh, and maybe I'm making an assumption that the general the population is like myself. It's not really, when we hear trains, we don't really think about them transporting our goods, but they do. Yeah. And like I said, 30%, that's quite a bit. But the midterms election is coming up. And if somebody's out there and they said Biden haven't done anything while he's in office, he done a lot. And this oh, yeah. is just a good example of how he is working for the people. Yes. Because with the economy where it's at right now, if uh, the, if the railroads would have went on strike to prevent those goods from being delivered, it really put a dent. It would have put a dent in the economy. Oh, it, it would have brought the economy down. Uh, Absolutely. Because it impacts so many different sectors of the economy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it, it would have had a, a tremendous negative impact on our economy. And even if it had only had lasted three days, mm -hmm. it would take a month to fully recover from those three days of the economy of the rail system being down. Well, so. and, and that's not very surprising, but I just want to continue to point out is that uh, the Democratic Party is working on the issues for the people. And I'm talking about the economy. I'm talking about employment. I'm talking about civil rights. These are the issues that are being focused on, and these are the issues that I hope carry over to the uh, the voting box. Yeah. Because right now, in my opinion, the Republican Party is working on your emotions when they talk about uh, abortion rights, abandoning that. Uh, I, I just don't think they have any real issues. I think they are making up issues to bring fear to folks and don't really have a plan or direction for the company uh, for the country. Yeah, well, just think about the last administration. Uh, their one major accomplish accomplishment was some tremendous tax breaks for the wealthy. Yeah, and that was it. Nothing else uh, for that four years of representation. So uh, already in two years, Biden has uh, his administration has touched so many areas areas of this country and moved it forward that uh, we do need to continue that. And the vote is coming up. So if you're not registered, get registered. That's right, because your vote matters. matters. That's all I have to say, your vote matters. So um, uh, so please make sure you get out in November and vote. Hey, by the way, I'm switching gears just a little bit on you. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know those missing texts from the, uh, um, that the FBI couldn't locate from the, um, uh, oh, what is that security force 
Secret Service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those texts that was missing. Right. Lord and behold, they found them. Uh oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they have them now. Mm. So the the January Six Committee. Yeah. Is reviewing the uh, the text. They said not only they have uh, text, they also have conversation over the radio wave, Ooh. back and forth. So they they look and get some information off of that. Uh, they also say this can validate the story about when they talk about Trump was in the uh, SUV, mm-hmm. wanted to go to the Capitol and grabbing the steering wheel and attacking the Secret Service guy. Yeah, uh, because they had dialogue on the airways about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently, a lot is going to come. Out. And yeah, I can't remember the number of pages that uh, she says he had, but it was tons. So many revelations have already come from this January sixth committee committee uh, hearings that uh, that it really has set the table for what should take place next. Oh, uh, and, and yet, there's even more coming. Right, right, right. So uh, make sure that you tune in, get yourself educated to what's going on with your country, what's going on in the political arena, because it's something you should know. Now, there's another topic I want to talk on because it's puzzling me, Casey. It's puzzling me. It's puzzling me. Maybe you can give me some insight or if a caller have an insight, give it to me. How can somebody take some government documents to their house and not be arrested? And not just government doc- documents, top secret government documents, <laughs> you know, right. multiple top secret government documents. Yeah. Can you imagine if there was an aid that took some top secret documents home. If, if they took one, they could be arrested and charged with espionage right now. And in fact, that's standard procedure. They would arrest them right away and charge them with espionage. You're absolutely right. Now, what if you took hundreds of them? <laughs> <laughs> Included nuclear. <laughs> yes. You know, they said they had a slip up on the uh, Russian news. Now, I didn't. Of course, I don't look at the Russian news. They don't even broadcast it here in the United States, but they had a snippet in CNN. Mm-hmm. And what they were saying is that the United States is making a big deal out of something that shouldn't be a big deal when they talk about the nuclear documents. Really? Yes. Now, this is what the guy said, because we, Russia, has been studying it for the last couple of weeks. A uh, couple of weeks. <laughs> Where did y'all get this info right. from? Exactly. That's right. Where'd you get the info mm-hmm. from? I, I I think I know. <laughs> me too. I mean, I was like, give me a break. I don't know if that was a slip or they meant to say Wow, the last couple of weeks. Last couple See, of weeks. if he said decades, so oh, well, they infiltrated our system. But they just recently That's right. got this information. The last couple of weeks. Mm. Again, I, I haven't been able to uh, validate that because I don't look at the Russian news, but that was reported. Uh, it was reported on CNN. Um, so it is it is remarkable. Another thing I've reported is that, you know, some, I don't understand why these lawyers continue to take a job with Donald Trump because they keep getting <laughs> indicted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you want to destroy your, your, your legal career, work mm-hmm. for Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, I think his recent attorney, uh, the, uh, you know, he kind of uh, indicated that, uh, what well, they're trying to get him said he lied because he said that they returned on those boxes and he knew that they didn't return all those boxes. Right. And now he's saying, I wasn't advised. <laughs> it was about digital boxes. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? It's just like um, what one of the other uh, video clips you played earlier, mm-hmm. greed, mm-hmm. because Donald Trump dangled some money. He ain't going to pay him the money, but he's going to dangle some money in front of him. 
And here they come running. Oh, oh I'm going to cash in on a couple of millions working for Donald Trump. And what do you get in the end? Indicted. Indicted. You know, <laughs> now, what was amazing about that, speaking of videos, is that uh, new evidence came out, or new, or should I say more information on the, on the, uh, the search warrant, the mm-hmm. affidavits, is that they also subpoenaed six months of surveillance on the property. Oh. So that means that they're just not looking at the day that they uh, have the search warrant on the, mm-hmm. on the property. It is six months. So, so that means they're going to see Donald Trump Carrying one of them boxes while eating some donuts. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to see his his attorney dragging boxes to move somewhere else. That is is some serious new information for the last six months that they are reviewing the tape. Well, I tell you, I think that's enough of that. I think we need to just go ahead and close out because we've been talking about that all day long. But we are not going to do that. We're going to save some time at another time. So let's close out. I want to thank you for listening to Barbershop.talk podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platforms. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, go mob. That's a no-no, I'm trying to hustle, that white woman.